Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Welcome to PG Rated, the movie podcast where Gabe and I watch bad movies and try to get each other to hate each other. That's Paul, and I'm Gabe, and that little guy is Owen. Yeah, I'm feeding him right now, so uh, let's uh, let's see how this goes. He's very happy. He is. Today, he's very happy. Last time we were on the podcast, he was not. Yeah, he was upset. Well, he was trying to escape. Probably. What, what movie did we speak about last time? Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And that's why he was angry. No, come on. That movie's not that bad. It sucked. Um, we watched for this week, Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. From the year 2017, which I had no idea. That that blew your mind. Yeah, the way this movie is, and we'll get into it, I honestly felt like it was made in 2007 or 2008. It does have that feel to it. It also yeah. has the feel of MacGruber. Uh, except it was serious. Like, it... it pretty much goes like frame by frame pretty much just like mcgruber there's there's a lot of similarities yeah it's pretty awesome um i mean so you could take us you're better at taking us through the movie you're gonna take us through the movie all right so like the first thing i noticed about this movie is as soon as the titles came up a shanghai film corporation so i knew i was in for a treat because this movie was legitimately made for china this movie, no, this movie was made for an international audience, not even China. It was made for everywhere. Yeah. So we start off with a lots of satellites all above the air. I, all above the Earth. I don't know if there are that many satellites on Earth, like, just orbiting us. And if there is, this movie made me terrified <laughs> that I'm going to get hit by one. I, I couldn't believe this movie started in space. Yeah, it's pretty great. It starts in space. So, I've seen the first Triple X. You know, okay, so the movie starts in space, you see all these satellites, it literally looks like (laughs) WALL-E. I I, I didn't see the second Triple X, so I don't know if they went to space or not. The first one was very much like, oh, this is like New Age James Bond. You didn't see the second? Huh? You didn't see the second one? With Ice Cube? Yeah. I did not. Oh, dude, you're missing out. I, I have a feeling I'm not. You know, what, you know who else has never seen the second one? Vin who? Diesel. <laughs> That's true. So. I don't think he did. Um, yeah, so, yeah, this movie starts out in space with just about how, like, we've basically got space polluted with all these satellites. <laughs> Is that what the, the message was, Paul? It's one of the multiple messages in this movie. This movie has a lot of messages. This movie was also the case for Space Force. Uh, <laughs> this, the, the, Space Force is being run by the Triple X team. So we zoom down in to, I'm guessing, Los Angeles to a Chinese restaurant. And who no, do we see? No, this is not. This is, they're in like Shanghai, buddy. No, they're not really? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were in San Francisco or something. No, nah, man. They are. It's an international film. I don't think they're in America more than seven minutes uh okay so you zoom down in and you see nick furry nick fury himself mr glass nick uh samuel jackson and i got kind of excited about it i got so, more excited about this who was sitting across from which was ridiculous it was so ridiculous that he was talking to neymar 
Yes, because obviously he goes outside. He looks for someone new for Triple X, and he goes to Extreme Sports. But now he's changed it to Neymar. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, is hockey are hockey players next? Is he gonna go to like uh, baseball pitchers like Jason Jason Degrom? He's gonna be like, oh, you can disarm a man with a baseball? No way. He's definitely going cricket. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it's, he's going even even further international. Oh, it is. So, okay. So, this is why I thought this movie was like taking place in 2007. Also, not the not the only athlete in a prominent role in this film. Oh, he's not. That's right. There's there's three of them. Oh, we'll get to it. So, I assumed this was made in 2007 because remember in 2007 or like around 2007-2010 around that area, like for some reason, we were like really really like obsessed with Brazil. Like the Fast and the Fury movies took place in Brazil. That Ed Norton Hulk movie took place in Brazil, partly. Was that also at the height of the X Games? I don't know for what. 2007? No. The X Games height was like 2005. Yeah, I guess. So uh, he's talking to Neymar. He's like telling him about how. Uh, skateboarding was invented and he's like I want you to be in uh, the triple X program and Neymar goes I'm just a football player I'm not uh, I'm not a hero which is true doesn't it's... speak does not speak English in this film he I don't think he speaks English at all he has one line in English no I don't I don't think he speaks English in real life either well he has one English line I, I can't imagine he does why would he do you think Wayne Rooney turned this down? Do you think David Beckham also turned this down? Like all the football players, like that turned this down. The soccer the, the players. Only, I think they went. I think they went Cristiano Ronaldo. I think they went Messi, and then I think they went Neymar. I w- I really wish they would have kept going, and they would have gotten to the point where they had to pick uh, Maradona. <laughs> <laughs> Just coked up ass. Maradona should have played the bad guy in the first movie. He's right. You're putting the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> That's true. He still could have. So, uh, Samuel L. Jackson gives a spiel. He's like talking. You know how he is. Like, you ain't shit. Blah, blah, blah. Then for some reason, some guy. This is why I didn't think it was in China. Because a guy with a machine gun comes in <laughs> to, like, rob. And Neymar uses a soda can and takes this guy out. As one would. <laughs> so, Neymar kicks the table, which kicks the napkin dispenser in the air. And then he kicks a solid metal napkin dispenser into across, across. It was it was a long shot into the guy with the machine gun's head, and and that saves the day. And that's how I found out that this movie was good. No, because <laughs> this movie then goes from that happening to a satellite falling out of the sky. Yeah, it, it was and, amazing. And murdering Samuel L. Jackson and Neymar. I think if you're gonna kill Samuel Jackson, that's the way you do it. I agree, but like that in this world, that means Neymar is dead too. It was better than him turning into dust, which oh, I guess spoiler, te- I, I guess technically he he did it here as well. He, so, he does turn into dust in this film. So then, for some reason, there's a shadowy board meeting filled with like diverse men. And one lady, and it's Tony. So yeah, no. So then this movie takes a goddamn crazy turn, and it casts a, a casting that I didn't know about. Fucking 
from two episodes ago, the one I, the woman I said should win the goddamn Oscar shows up, Tony Collette, and she is in a triple X movie. It was kind of amazing. I didn't expect that either. I was I was baffled. Uh you're not the only one that was baffled by this. I couldn't believe what I just saw. She was there and she was talking. She was like telling people, you know, uh, I don't remember Samuel Jackson's name in this movie. Augustus. It's not Augustus. Is it really? Really? Yeah. That's weird. So they're like talking. She's like, she's like talking to all these guys. And then if you notice, one of the guys that walks in there, (laughs) I don't know if you noticed this, Paul, but it was Mikey Palmisi from The Sopranos. I do not know who Mikey Palmisi is. You don't remember him? No. He's the guy that Paulie killed that had like uh, poison ivy all over him. He was junior. He was like Junior's. He was like Junior's. Uh, he was Junior's like wheelman and like consigliere. No. Yeah. And then, like, remember that Paulie went to go see a psychic, and then he said like Mikey Palmisi was making fun of him, and then he yelled a. Uh, a slur against homosexuals and threw a chair at the <laughs> in the sky. I, I don't remember the. I don't remember that at all. Oh, go look up. Go go look up that. Go look up that clip. It's pretty awesome. He just goes effing slur and then throws a chair in the air. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Um. So, Mikey Palmisi's in there. Yeah, Owen. So. Oh, I'm trying to fix his fucking cup and I can't. Yeah, well, it's okay. I'm just talking about satellites falling through the air. So, Tony Gillette is probably is talking about how uh, there's this program called Pandora's Box, which is a literal box that controls satellites and can allow it to uh, crash satellites into the air or into the earth. Yeah, I don't understand why this would even be made. I don't want to, I didn't know that like satellites could be controlled like that. I thought they just float around. Well, I, I guess you can like dial in like it's a fucking modem. Yeah, but I didn't know they had like rockets and stuff like that that controlled their like trajectory. I don't think they do. I don't either. And so apparently this can control satellites. It also allows you to like hack into any spy network, allow you to spy on anyone. It's the NSA that's in charge of this. So, Tony's like, we got to find someone to make sure that we find whoever has this uh, this Pandora's box or whatever. And she's they couldn't like, have come up with a lazier, lazier name. Pandora's box. And she has it, right? And she's yeah, like, they, they, ha- they have it at this point. And that's when she Johnny said that they it. recovered it, right? That some guy in like Miami had it and he used it to like bring it down and she found it and then the most amazing thing happens like 15 minutes of straight parkour uh, yeah, it's a parkour action film, so. Donnie Yen is in this movie and it's pretty exciting and then there's a weird British guy and then there's another Asian guy that I don't know hey let me um, I'm gonna cut this real quick I'm gonna call you back in a couple minutes alright that's fine all right, buddy. Welcome back. So we're at the parkour fight scene. Yeah, there's a parkour fight scene. Well, Donnie Yen throws himself into a building. We forgot to mention that CIA headquarters, for some reason, is in New York. 
This Which, is the only time in the food, the film they're in they're in uh, America. No, that's not true. Because they're in Detroit later. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So Donnie Yen throws himself into the building. He kills a bunch of people with one gun. Uh, Mikey Palmisi's cowering. So is Tony Gallette. And then there's another guy, a British guy that's running around. And he's fighting like all these guards. And one guard tries to hit him with a book. And this British man literally kills a man with a book. Now, this British man, just so you know, is UFC fighter Michael Bisping. I did not know that. Yes. He is the um, second athlete to be in this movie. Is he known for killing people with books? Uh, he's known for using his bare hands to um, matches. Well, for some reason, there's a random library. Library? Library. Library in this uh, CIA headquarters, and there's just books that are used to kill people. I am, I can't imagine there's a library in any actual CIA headquarters. Nope, I don't think so. Yeah, this is literally in my notes. For a minute, I thought that Donnie Yen was Jet Li. So... I wouldn't have been surprised if Jet Li was in this film. I was like, oh shit, is that Jet Li? And then I was like, wait, no, that's Donnie Yen. I, I honestly thought it was going to be Tony Ja. Really? Yeah. Well, because he was in one of the Fast and Furious movies, and this. But what I figured out about this movie is, this is basically the the people that like the low rent versions of everyone in the Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. So she's like, we need to find someone that can get this Pandora's box back. I know who can do it. Gibbons knew. That's Samuel Jackson. Now name. wait a minute. As this parkour fight's going on and everyone's dying, Tony Collette is basically peering over the table like a cartoon character. Oh, like a little girl. <laughs> yeah so and then for some reason they go downstairs the parkour people and then we see the other asian man who i'm pretty sure was the robot guy from uh america's got talent <laughs> i you can't know, say you know i know who i'm talking say, about i can't say i know that reference oh there's a guy who dances like a robot in america got talent and he does like Howie Mandel almost like shit himself watching this man. So, like, it was Howie Mandel would not shit himself. He would oh, yeah. be so grossed out by that. He'd kill himself first. If Howie Mandel ever shit his pants, he would he would pull out a gun on air and murder himself. Yeah, because he's got really bad OCD. In case anyone knew, <laughs> he'd, he'd put he'd do that thing where he puts that plastic glove over his head and just suffocate himself. <laughs> So they're like, oh, Gibbons knew someone that could save him because uh, the robot man uses a like a a motorcycle to kill someone and then they get away. These people are like superhuman. Well, they explain why. Oh, because okay, we'll get to it. Don't 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 ruin it because now we cut to the Dominican Republic. Which I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel just had a leftover permit from the Fast and the Furies, and that's why they were there. So it's, they cut to... Now, keep in mind, in you, you, if you watch all three films, you think his character is dead. But they just cut to him. Instead of some reveal, they just cut to him climbing a radio Sat- tower? Yeah, like a radio tower, and he's putting some device there. And then he has a countdown. And then, you know, what do normal people do to get somewhere really quick? You know, you ski down a jungle mountain. He, so, yeah, he, when he's climbing up this thing, he, he sets something up. And then the guards see him. 
So they start shooting at him. Yeah, as one would do. At this tower that they're protecting, they start shooting at it. Um, so he jumps off, and turns out he's on skis. And yeah. he skis down a mountain that doesn't necessarily have snow. What I really needed him to do was go one for the rhythm, one for the rhyme. Come on, everybody. It's jungle skiing time. At least if he if he jumped off and was in a bobsled, I'd believe it more. Honestly, they should have like put this in Jamaica so he could have like skied down the same mountain John Candy bobsledded. This is, this is more absurd than last week when they inflated the raft in midair. Yeah, so... He starts. If you skiing. jump from the height he jumped on on skis, as soon as you hit the ground, you'd break your, your legs. Knees, your knees are gonna buckle, and you're you're done. Well, not Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's superhuman here. His femurs would be through his skull. All things are possible through Vin. Um, so what I have in these notes is, for some reason, I thought they were in Cuba, but it turns out I just misunderstood Tony when she said Cuba knows someone that can do it. It turns out she was saying Gibbons. And I thought she said Cuba for some reason. <laughs> so Vin Diesel is skiing down this mountain. Then he grabs a skateboard. Everybody on the island knows him. They're all saying hello mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's going down these roads. No way roads in the Dominican Republic are that nice, by the way. No. No. So now we've crossed off skis and we're crossing off skateboard for all of our. No, keep in mind, Vin, you look at Vin Diesel. He doesn't look like he can do any of these things. No, he's too big. Like, if I saw Vin Diesel and he was like, yeah, a skateboard. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, no, no. Beefcakes can't do that. He's like a quintessential beefcake. He can't do this. Like, he's too dense. This movie makes sure to point out that he is a beefcake. Oh, yeah. You find out in the next scene. He gets down to the shanty town with people with machine guns everywhere for some reason. He gets in and there's a timer that says DEFCON 1. Do you know what Vin Diesel does? He sets up a device and everybody watches soccer. Again, international film. Now, again, you, wrong if, because in Dominican Republic they don't watch soccer; they watch baseball. In this movie, that's true. In this movie, though, if they wanted to to make me think, oh, this is happening in real life, they turn on the soccer game, and there's just a memorial to Neymar. You know, for yeah, that that would have made more sense, and that's what I thought they were gonna do. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know that he was trying to get. I don't know. My Spanish, my Hispanic listeners, my Latino listeners will get this. He was trying to get Tego Calderon, one of the guys from Fast and the Furious that was in Dominican Republic in this movie. Because there's no way. I feel like he said it in the Dominican Republic because he wanted a vacation. He just really likes it there. Because way too oh, many of his re- movies are, way too many of his movies take place in the Dominican Republic. How many, I guess Fast and the Furious happens a couple times, right? Yeah. And maybe, maybe Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> like that's where he's trying to get to. He's on Mars in that movie. <laughs> As the last witch hunter that takes place in New York. That's a bad movie, by the way. Oh, that's a, uh, that's based on his um, Dungeons his... and Dragons character. Oh, that he uh, made Judy Dench play or Glenn Coase play <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Did you know that? Whatever, man. He's got Tony Collette in this movie. He knows how to fucking. He knows how to make a pitch, apparently. You think he was playing D&D during this movie? It wouldn't surprise me if he was. Okay, so Vin Diesel speaks Spanish for some reason. And then... Not convincingly. Then there's, like, a really, really hot, like, lady there. And then he just starts lovemaking with her. 
Like, there's no, like, explanation, no nothing. He just starts having sex with her. Is this when, no. Or is there a later scene? What? Oh, no, no, no. We're getting to that part, because I know okay. what you're talking about. Okay. So then, he's just hanging out in the middle oh, of the Oh, yeah, he, he does have, like, a, it's like a, it's basically a sex scene that would be in an 80s film. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Like, it added nothing to the story. The only, this is, the only thing that's missing is the Jean-Claude Van Damme buns shot. Yes. So I thought, like, this was his love interest. Like, this is what he lives for. Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to come back for you. No, fucking immediately, like, abandons this woman. <laughs> like, like without a second thought. She doesn't come back? No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. He's immediately abandoning her, dude. Yeah. Like, she was just there to show that Vin Diesel can have sex with hot ladies. Which is, I don't know if he's done that in any other movie. I guess he... It's overboard in this movie. So, then for some reason, uh, he's in the middle of Santo Domingo, Santo Domingo, and some white guy in a linen suit and a white, like, linen hat, not linen hat, like a straw hat shows up. This guy looks like fucking Dodson from from, <laughs> from uh, uh, Jurassic Park. I thought, like, yeah. fucking Dennis Nedry was going to come up and be like, Dodson's here! Dodson, nobody cares! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Does he not? He should have handed Vin a barbasol can. Dude, for some reason, white guys going to Latin America always wear linen shirts and straw hats. Like, in because every movie. That, because that's what we think that you have to wear. No, he's the only one that's dressed like that. If I went to a Latin American country, I'm definitely wearing a linen, linen, uh, at least a linen shirt. So this old man just starts talking to like Vin Diesel, and he's just like, "Oh, you need a bigger map or whatever. I don't know, some bullshit." And this man just leaves a bomb there, and Vin Diesel's like, "Oh, this will be fun." And then like the Dominican police force show up and start yelling at him. And then Vin Diesel starts shooting at everyone after he takes out a few of them. Turns out they're blanks. And then Vin Diesel's like, "I don't like to be tested." And Tony Collette comes out, and he's, she's like, how did you know it was a test? And he goes, oh, you know, some old white man just comes up to me and knew I spoke English. If I saw Vin Diesel there, too, I would just assume he spoke English, too. Well, when he takes this gun, like, he takes this gun, and he doesn't clue you in on the fact that it's fake. He takes this gun, and he just, he knocks the guy out, and then he just starts shooting into the crowd. Looking at his clock, like his watch, like a cool guy. Yeah, so it's it's clearly a callback to to number one. And he starts dissecting things. He's like, "Oh, this woman was going on this bus that doesn't leave for another hour. This cop has a, a watch that's over like five thousand dollars. This person's paying things with the wrong uh, currency." I'm like, I thought in the first movie he was just like like a X Games guy. No, he was, but in the first movie, there's a diner scene that there's a fake a fake like holdup. And he does the same thing, and then he realizes it's fake. Yeah, but he has no like reason to have these abilities. He's, I mean, he's triple X, man. And he says it too. He goes, "I'm triple X." <laughs> and they're like talking. They're talking like in a church or whatever. And Tony's like, "You got to do this." There's tyrants and there's patriots, and he's and he's like, "Well, you can tell whatever." Uh, Samuel Jackson, I don't want to do this. She's like, actually, he's dead. And then, like, Vin Diesel gets sad, and he's like, okay, we'll do it. But we gotta fight. After he clearly states that he did not like him. Yeah. He and goes, even faked his death. Yeah, to, to get, get away, away from, from him. him. And he's like, he's like, oh, you think he he just let you leave? Of course he did. He could have found you at any time. 
So, like, it was stupid. So then he's like, well, we got to find someone. We got to find the ghost hunter. So they end up in London. And for some reason, there's an infinity pool in the middle of London. It, not only that, he's wearing a the weird most, jacket. The most ridiculous coat I've ever... Everyone else is in regular clothes. Like He is dressed like it is... He's in the Arctic. He's dressed like a fucking... He's dressed like a Soviet captain from World War II. Like, Ima- it's imagine, ridiculous. Imagine Bane's jacket from Dark Knight. That's exactly turn, what it is. Except it's, a, it's like... It's like it was inflated. And he wears a tank top underneath. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's hot in that thing. Dude, he looks like he just came from the battle of fucking Stalingrad. It was ridiculous. <laughs> he just... He... It was bad. I thought he was going to climb up like a... Like a hole from that prison. Uh, So... Hold on, let me check my notes. So there's this, like, really, like, hot, like, British lady that apparently, like, can find anyone. And she, like, is a hacker. And, uh... You there, bud? So I'll just keep explaining because Paul is taking a call right now. So... There's, like, this hot British lady who's a hacker or whatever. Vin Diesel's like, I left you my coat to take care of it. Apparently, she's from the first movie. I don't really remember her. So, he's, like, talking. He's like, oh, I need you to do this. And, like, they're about to, like, have sex right now. It's ridiculous. So, they keep, like, talking or whatever. Just kind of, like, you know, Vin Diesel's just being Vin Diesel. He's trying to be sexy, but he's really not. He's acting way too cool for school. Uh, hold on. So where 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 were we, buddy? I'm sorry, I got so I I got through Vin Diesel seducing this hacker lady from the first movie. So he's like just really smooth talking to her. He's like about to like fuck her because apparently he needs her help. And she's like, no, I can't even do you do this. I can't help you. And then she's like, but there is a way you can prove it to me. And for and some then, reason, she has a bunch of women servants there. Yeah. And and then Vin Diesel has sex with six women. <laughs> Vin Diesel has an orgy for no reason. Yeah, this movie has an, is an orgy. It, multicultural orgy, just like this movie. Is. For no reason. But, uh, yeah. What is the point? Just to prove that Vin Diesel can't fuck, I guess. I don't even. I don't. Even, this is, is. It was insane. It, like that. That part. Like I was like, "What are we even doing here?" Yeah, he was just looking for information, and I didn't even know why he was there, and he was still in that fucking jacket. Yeah, so he got the information, which apparently there's a weird jungle rave going off in a in a islands in the Philippines, and that's where the criminals are at. And you go, you cut to that scene where Donnie Yen is getting yelled at by some Indian woman. She is Indian. Uh, and she's got an accent. And apparently she's famous, but I don't really know who she is. She's probably a Bollywood actress. That's what they tend to do. I think that's what it was. So he's like, Donnie Yen has a really bad accent, by the way. <laughs> so he's like, we're going to use it against them. And she's like, no, we can't use Pandora's box. It's not good. 
some bullshit. Like, there's some moral conflict yeah, going so, on. So, yeah, now you can, now this is how you know that the bad guys may not really be bad. Yeah, because she has, like, a moral compass, I guess. She doesn't want to use satellites as a weapon. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, what a, what a great person. Uh, so, well, what's it called? Yeah, I have in my notes Indian accent versus Chinese accent. Which is, like, literally what was going on. So then, uh, Vin Diesel's on this giant airplane with Tony Gallette, and then there's a nerd girl who makes a Coachella reference, and all she wants to do is fuck Vin Diesel. Every, everybody in this movie wants to have sex with Vin Diesel. And I'll be in less than 15 you. minutes, there's, like, like five girls that just want to have sex with him. But that's not... Like, I don't, do people really look at Vin Diesel that way? No, of course not! Is this the one that actually says, look at those arms? I think he was upset because he wasn't the sex symbol in the Fast and the Furious movies. And I think he he made this movie as a reaction to that. I think one of the, the woman literally says, look at those beefy arms. You look like the Terminator, not the yeah, original and, one. Not the original and then, one. Yeah, to know she's a nerd because she knows the difference between Terminator. And then well, she no, talks about she, the... She says you look like the second one, which is Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick wasn't like... No, she said, who fights Robert Patrick. Oh, I thought she... The entire time, I was like... The rest of the movie, I was sitting there like, why would she compare him to Robert Patrick? Yeah, so then she says that she has a safe word called... uh, What's it called? Kumquat? <laughs> yeah. And then Vin Diesel's introduced to a team of highly like trained soldiers, which Vin Diesel's like, have you ever done this? Have you ever... Ridden a BMX bike? Have you oh, ever this like is, this? Is this team? This team is led by former NFL tight end Tony Gonzalez. I know, I saw it, and I was like, "Wait, why does that guy look familiar?" I couldn't believe it was Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Not only that, Tony Gonzalez is in this movie, and then Vin Diesel's like, "No, I don't need these guys." I so couldn't remember who it was, so I took a picture and sent it to my dad. And he goes, that's Tony Gonzalez. At that point, he seemingly murders Tony Gonzalez. Oh, yeah, because he just releases him into the air. He just shoots him out the back of a plane. It was pretty amazing. So, yeah, Tony Gonzalez is gone. He's but, now, now, but now Vin Diesel has to get his own team. Oh, yeah. So we first, because this is international... You're in Africa, and you see Ruby Rose right. tracking a uh, lion. Me- turns out. Me- the Meg's own. <laughs> Ruby Rose. She's just in all of these international movies. All these international movies that star bald gentlemen. <laughs> so she's like stalking this lion. Turns out she's not going to kill this lion. She kills the poachers that are after the lion. Instead. Murder. Also. Yeah, she did murder them. Uh, also, who hunts a lion with a bow and arrow? Especially uh, that guy. That guy was fat. I mean, maybe it's for the thrill. Maybe it was I, don't, a- I don't know. So, Ruby Rose, her name is Adele Wolf, which is kind of cool. I can't believe you know any of these characters' names. I believe uh, the, the second because- one that comes up is, uh, is the, the, the driver, right? Tennyson. And that is the hound. Yeah, it is the hound. Which is crazy. It and, was the hound. And his introduction. But oh, 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 oh. So 
the thing that this movie does people when these people are all introduced they get one of those things that pops up that gives you facts about them oh and we found out where suicide squad got this from yeah so uh, when it when ruby roses pops up it says basically that she's a gamer and she's broken multiple bones and it says her gamer tag is lady underscored boner yeah and then uh the that's the kind of movie we're watching so then lady boner the hounds thing comes up because the hounds was robbing a bank with but a this car. But this is how he robs a bank. He gets in the car. He puts in a rugby mouthpiece. And drives rugby. through the building and through the ATMs, which makes the money come out. But then is immediately arrested? Yeah. So, because they knew he was there. I don't understand why you'd want that person on your team. Well, here's the thing. Uh, he's a stone cold killer. Uh, his face was burnt by his brother, the mountain. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you're, 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 you're confusing the two. Could you imagine if, like, <laughs> could you imagine? I feel like he did this because Game of Thrones is on in 2017. Yeah. So, yeah, he this thought... is, he's probably filming, the, he's probably got this part of this, this movie because he was just, he happened to be where they were filming. He, he honestly thought this was going to launch his movie career. I have to think that the Hound thought this was going to be a big deal. Yeah, he did. He does have a series of like crazy European commercials that he was in. Yeah, but also like I kind of wish that when they popped up the information, I kind of wish they would have been like, also know this Klinger Klegane. Okay. <laughs> his brother's the mountain. I just I cut. I didn't want to read these anymore after fucking Lady Boner. Oh well, the next guy is uh, another person that has. Uh, I don't know. He was the hood. And one of his facts is he dated Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga in the, is this in the, the same night. Is this for some reason they bring a DJ onto the team? Yeah. Yeah, they bring a DJ onto Dude, the team. He's extreme. I would have rather gotten Justin Thoreau's character from Zoolander. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the DJ that like kills people? Yeah. Just play constantly in the background of this movie. You just hear like Frankie says, relax. <laughs> relax. Don't do it. <laughs> I, I felt like I was taking crazy pills watching this movie. Uh, so he... Hold on. The hood. Let's see. So they find him in, like, a club after he, like, you know... I guess he was supposed to be, like, Denmal 5. Yeah, they, they basically watch his set. You, you see a, a DJ set in this movie. Yeah. So then they're at, like... They're in the, the uh, airplane headed towards this... Philippine rave island and the whole time you know they're doing the quintessential like oh showing you um the gadgets that they use there's a jammer there's a cool gun that ruby rose knows how to use and then there are literal robot hands which yes they come into play they are this movie turns into this movie turns into fucking mortal Kombat. Jax is showing up yeah that's exactly what i thought it I did write. Crazy. I, I wrote down Jack's hands. <laughs> did you really? Yes. I saw this and I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna turn into Mega Man in a second. It's it's so, a, it's it's basically the GI Joe movie. Yeah, it was right. Yeah. And there's like robot. Like, I'm a big fan of sorcery, but I'm also a big fan of robots. So I was a little excited. Later on in this movie, Tony Gonzalez puts these hands on. Yeah, and I, I just know. pictured him playing a game. Awesome. I, <laughs> do you remember that the extreme football game 
with literal robots playing. I do. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, now I want that game. I want to play that game immediately. So, uh, they go to this Philippine islands, and I'm just thinking, this is 2007, 17. This was like the height of Abu Sayyaf. <laughs> you know what Abu Sayyaf is? Tell me. It's Philippines ISIS. So. <laughs> Jesus. There's like a rave island, and then on the next island over, there's like Philippines ISIS. <laughs> Philippine ISIS. That's a real thing. Look up their flag. It's terrifying. So they get to uh, this rave island, and Vin Diesel's trying to sell these guns. And for some reason, there's a Puerto Rican guy in the middle of like the Philippines. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to... I could tell he was Puerto Rican. He's like, oh, you're going to sell me these things? Like, it's in the hood? Uh, 30% off the, the top gets you all this best uh, hospitality. And Vin Diesel's like, no, yeah. how about 10%? Yeah, this is when Vin, Diesel, Vin, Diesel's, Vin Diesel's negotiating now. Yeah, he goes, how about 10%? He's really doing the art of the deal on this one. I wanted Rick from Pawn Stars to be in this movie. <laughs> it's too like, hot. Ah, 25% as low as I can go. I got these women. I got to frame them. It's going to be on the shelves for a long time. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, oh, God, why don't we call in an expert? And then the guy with the hat walks in. <laughs> Which one? Oh, the, the guy who's an expert on American stuff? Yeah, the guy that basically he, come, he comes in and he verifies if it's right or not. But since he works in a museum, he won't put a price on it. Yeah, he's like, I can't put a price on this, Rick. Oh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I know I'm on Pawn Stars and I'm here, but uh, I, 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 I won't do exactly what you're asking me to do. Yeah, so uh, Puerto Rican Rick is like, no, I'm thirty uh, percent, and then Vin Diesel's like, how You're about twenty two? Lee couldn't get a role in this movie. I wish he did. No, he's too fat, dude. Everyone's like super ripped in this movie. Yeah, but you need a big fat guy. Usually, there's a big fat Samoan in these movies. Yeah, but Chum Lee's not a big fat Samoan. He could play Samoan. Okay, first of all, we're in the Philippines. We need a big fat Filipino guy. Okay, well, he can play Filipino. We need like Lord Tenzai. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's that's quite the reference. Only like like three people are gonna get that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's like this guy's like, how about twenty two and a half? And Vin Diesel, no, Vin Diesel goes, how about twenty two and a half? And this guy's like, what are you talking about, man? You loco? How's twenty two and a half? And Vin Diesel literally breaks a gun in half. <laughs> And he's like, that's how it'll half. And then this guy laughs really hard. Because in this these movies, Vin Diesel is essentially Superman. Yeah. And then they become friends, and he invites him into his rave island. So I'll be honest with you, this movie started out like a ball of fire for me, and I was way in. At this point, I started losing interest. I like how they were in the Philippines, and I didn't see one Filipino person. Well, because they're busy fighting a Filipino ISIS. I also like that Donnie Ten was in this movie in a little rave, and he was wearing an old man uh, Hawaiian shirt because he's an old man. Yeah, he he's too old to be in this movie. I'm he telling was... you, they, I'm telling you, it's because Fast and the Furious had Tony Jaa. Jet Li is even older. Like that's why it ended up being Donnie Yen. He was too old for this movie. So Ruby Rose is like up as a sniper. She's got eyes trained on everyone. Uh, Vin Diesel's like following Donnie Yen around and he wants to steal the Pandora's box. 
then there's a um, an altercation. Vin Diesel meets the Indian woman, and they're about to fuck because it's Vin Diesel. Well, everybody wants to fuck Vin Diesel in this movie. And then Donnie Yen shows up, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? I'm gonna kill you." And then they end up drinking together, and Vin Diesel pretends like he's drinking, but he's not. Donnie Yen is actually drinking, and then they start throwing fucking grenades around at each other. Do you remember this part? Wait. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This they're is, on a table talking, and they're talking, and, and the lady's like, "All right, well, I got one grenade to kill three people." And Vin Diesel's like, "Hold on." Now you have two grenades. And then Donnie Yen shows up with a grenade, so there's three grenades. <laughs> and they're playing hot potato with them. And, like, Donnie Yen... Hold on. This is when you find out that everyone was triple X. Because Donnie Yen describes oh, how he met Gibbons. This, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is when you find out. Every, this is basically like uh, when you find out there's more super soldiers in Captain America. Yeah, then you find that. Yeah, you find out about Bucky. You find out that there's a bunch of, like, triple X's running around. Daniel Bruhl is out here killing all the triple X's. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, they find out, like, Donnie Yen is a triple X. Apparently, the robot guys are triple X. And then, uh,. The UFC guys are triple X. I don't know if the Hound is triple X. He should be. He's not. He's not. He's just triple triple X adjacent. All the people on Vin Diesel's team are not actual triple X. They're like double X. Uh, Basically, there's there's fat jokes in there. I'm not going to make them. (laughs) They're not triple X because... They didn't. He didn't know there were any other any other triple X's, but all the people on Donnie Yen's team, Yen's team, are actual triple X's. Yeah, which was crazy to me. So then, for some reason, the Soviet army shows up, the Russian army, with all three grenades on the table, with all three grenades on the table, and they want Pandora's box. So Vin Diesel throws all three grenades at these Russian people, and they blow up. And then Ruby Rose starts taking out people with her sniper gun. Yeah, that's what happens. Ruby Rose, like, takes out, and then she starts saying really offensive things, like, that guy's name is Igor, that guy's name is Ivan. It's like stupid Russian jokes. Um... I forget. Yeah, I forget. So Ruby Rose is the sniper in this movie. That's right. Yeah, and she's shooting like a bunch of Russian people. Well, you know, that's what you do when you find Russians. And then, unless Donnie you're a president, then you cut deals with them because they got a PP tape on you. He, they certainly have. There's certainly a P tape out there. So they go after. Um, what's it called? They go. Donnie Yen runs away, gets on a motorcycle, and goes through this jungle. Vin Diesel follows him. For some reason, it turns into daytime now. Wasn't it nighttime? I feel like the first movie did this too, where just suddenly you go from day to night with no transition. Yeah, they just get on the motorcycle and it automatically turns into daytime. So they're like going down these roads in the Philippines and then all of a sudden, Tani Yen hits a button and his motorcycle turns into a jet ski. Of course, his motorcycle... Uh, do they, is that a thing that even exists? No, I don't think it is. 
It, it has to. And then Vin Diesel does it as well. So there's just two jet ski motorcycles hanging out here. I feel this. I, I feel like this has to exist. I, what I, fucking scientist did they like capture to do this for them? Well, the nerdy girl is basically like his female Q, right? Yeah, but this Donnie Yen had this. So Donnie Yen probably had like a scientist that he like captured. Like what Operation Paperclip well, nonsense no, is going X, on that's over why. here? Because triple X, all the triple Xs get all these cool gadgets. So you the, think that when he left the triple X program, he brought these gadgets with him? Like he yeah, took them home? Yeah, I think yeah. he stole. It's like it's basically like if you get fired from work, you like take the pens and shit. Oh, that happens today to someone. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Oh no. <laughs> so, Oh, there goes but, there goes that workstation. Anyway. But he did not. But he did not take a motorcycle jet ski, because uh, we don't have those in my office. I wish we did. That'd be some. That would be some office. So you'd have them if you worked for uh, Billy McFarlane. <laughs> I worked for Billy McFarlane. I f- I feel like this entire movie was filmed like on the Fire Festival Island. Oh, you think so? No, I didn't see any pigs around. That's true. That's true. So. Uh, then for some reason they go into a tubular like wave, and I felt like I was watching Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> That's a real reference. Uh, for some reason in my mind, I wanted you to reference Johnny Karate, but that has nothing to do with a tubular wave. No, I would say Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Karate. Johnny Karate is from Parks and Rec. Man. Yeah, I know. Or Rex Hondo. Uh, so uh, they fall in the ocean. Vin Diesel saves Pandora's box. Donnie Yen like disappears. And Vin Diesel has it triumphantly walking on the beach. And then the Indian lady comes up and shoots it and breaks it. And then Vin Diesel's like, I guess this is over. Turns out there's a second Pandora box. <laughs> Like immediately, they find out there's a the, second box. The best part is when he's in, he's standing on the ocean. He's she's like, "Give it to me," and he's like, "You're never gonna get it." And she just looks at him and shoots it across the beach and just shoots it out of his hand. Yeah. So then, like almost immediately, there's no like waiting or anything. Almost immediately, there's a second satellite. And again, this movie has something to do something against like fucking soccer fields because a soccer field is destroyed in Russia. It's like crazy. And then immediately, I don't understand. The CIA was trying to keep this a secret. And then the whole news agency knows what this thing is. Well, like, because it's Pandora. Because satellites are falling from the sky. Somebody's got to know what, what it is. But why would the CIA, like, reveal it? It made no sense. So then there's, like, a weird, like, anonymous video that shows up, and he's saying that there's 50,000 satellites above our heads right now, and that if they don't uh, disassemble, like, the military-industrial complex and spy satellites or spy networks, he's gonna bring down a satellite every 24 hours. So, yeah. At this point, have we realized that there's a a mole? Yeah. Well, this is where I'm getting to. Okay. So, like I said, this movie, at some point, I lost my I lost my attention and I started cutting in and out. Well, they're trying to figure out 
who did it and Vin Diesel because he's the world's greatest detective and the world's greatest lady man ladies man figures out that it's someone that they know it's someone in the inside so they start watching the security video and Vin Diesel's like look Donnie Yen jumps down everybody freaks out except this man right here and he points to Mikey Palmisi so I'm really upset you don't know who Mikey Palmisi is Nah, man, I'm still out on who Mikey Palmisi is. I'm going to send you a picture later, and you'll know exactly who he is. So, <clears throat> I, want, I want the picture for our, our Instagram to be Mikey Palmisi. Oh, it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> I'm the only one that's going to get it. Maybe Grizz. <laughs> so, they find out that it's Mikey. Then they're like, I have written on my notes, holy fuck, Mikey Palmisi is the bad guy. So then they like they like start to um try to figure out where the signal's coming from and they find out it's in Detroit. So they head to Detroit to get this uh satellite. And when they get there, Vin Diesel's like, Alright, we're gonna go for it. Uh there's an old triple X fail safe. You have to dial nine if something's wrong. I immediately figured out what dial nine meant. I don't know if you did. No, I didn't. I immediately figured it out. But I'm not going to reveal it here because I want it to be the big reveal. Uh, go for it. Go for, okay. No, because I want everyone to know that I did figure it out here. Okay, very important that everyone knows that you figure out triple X uh, three. So, yeah. So, uh, then there's like, they're trying to get to this like building and all of a sudden the other guys show up. Uh, not Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, but uh, <laughs> but Donnie Yen and his crew of parkour. Play. Yeah, parkour people. So they show up, and there's like a big chase scene. Uh, the Hound's driving a van. Uh, the other guy's riding an SUV. It's British guy against Scottish guy. Um, <laughs> that's literally what it is. And this is the first action movie to take place in Detroit since, like, RoboCop. The RoboCop 3 and then Triple X 3. So, like, the whole time I'm watching this van go down, like, uh, Detroit, I'm just thinking of, like, Red Foreman in the back, like, being a bad guy. <laughs> Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith was a great bad guy. He shot that, he walked in, shot a guy to kneecaps, and yelled, bitches, leave. Yes, he did. And then he threatens to kick someone in the ass. I'm going to put my foot up your ass. Red Foreman Red Foreman's an all-time great bad guy. He's a great heel. So, uh, they try to, like, they try to get into, like, uh, this building. But then, of course, Mikey Palmisi has his informers everywhere. Fucking Bobby Bacalao's down there, too. Uh uh, this movie could have used this movie could have used Bobby Bacala. Bobby Bacala would have been the ultimate villain. I, Bobby Bacala and Chum Lee in, in this movie together. I want it. You just want a movie with fat people. You want it to be Triple X for real. Triple X, but it's really about their shirt size. <laughs> Triple XLs. <laughs> so Triple XL, and it's a fat, um, it's a fat spy movie. Come on. I can't really, like, describe all the action here, but they're in a stair- stairwell. It's kind of like the raid, where they're going up, and this guy's just shooting, and Vin Diesel's, like, counting how many bullets it is, and Donnie Yen's just being Donnie Yen, 
and like dodging bullets all over the place. Yeah, so they end movie, up working this, this together. Is when this movie, like, this is why it lost my attention. I get it's an action movie, but like, it just becomes just shooting and nonsense. Yeah, well, they start working together, which made no sense to me. Well, they realize they're on the same side. Oh, well, Triple X always takes care of each other. That's right. <laughs> We're family. They live, right. life, they live life one quarter mile at a time. Exactly. These, movie, these movies are basically the same. Vin Diesel's a real one-trick pony, isn't he? Yeah, when it comes to making money, yeah, he's a one-trick pony. So, uh... They get to, like, Mikey Palmisi. Mikey Palmisi is apparently a very smart man because he's got heat lamps everywhere. So Ruby Rose is trying to, like, like you know, snipe him. But she can't use her thermal, de- uh, her thermal lens because Mikey Palmisi was smart and put everything hot. So Vin Diesel has to... Vin Diesel has to be like fucking Elmer Fudd and try to outsmart this man. Or <laughs> Bugs Bunny and try to outsmart Elmer Fudd. Yeah, so, that's that. It it is essentially he is essentially Bugs Bunny. So Vin Diesel puts his hands behind his back, and then he puts his middle finger behind his hand, like he folds it up. So Ruby Rose sees this and shoots through his fingers and kills Mikey Palmisi. I. Which, I was I was speechless when I saw it. It was incredible, wasn't it? It was more incredible than Neymar taking out that man with a napkin dispenser. It was in the history of snipering, the greatest shot in the history of the world. I don't know. You saw Wanted? You didn't know how to curve I a bullet? I was going to get there with James McAvoy. It's like he bent the bullet. He bent the bullet. There's also another movie that I watched that had an incredible shot, but I can't remember what it was. I would like for these movies to be part of the Wanted universe. Uh, no, because Wanted is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, but it was ridiculous. Yeah, you're this telling me the... you don't want Morgan Freeman and Angelina Jolie and James McAvoy in this franchise? I kind of do. Yeah, of course. So, they get Pandora's box. Tony Collette comes in, and she's like, well, we can't say that Mikey Palmisi did it, so we're going to blame it all on Donnie Yen. He's a terrorist. So they take Donnie Yen away, uh, and then Vin Diesel decides I'm gonna save Donnie Yen. So he goes at triple X's all take care of each other. These triple X's take care of each other. They're family. So they get to the airplane. Uh, triple X tells his the rest of his team, you know, dial nine if shit goes down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's gonna be an extraction team soon. They're gonna come after you. Uh, which like this movie turns like really crazy really quick. Because Triple X goes, fucking Vin Diesel, finds Donnie Yen. He's going to, like, try to save him. Then Tony Collette comes off of uh, the phone, and she's talking to the president of the United States, who, uh, literally, yes. who literally tells her, murder Vin Diesel. Yeah. So she shoots Vin Diesel in the chest. However, and Point I Point blank range. Yeah, but... Remember when he was going to fuck that uh, nerd girl? Yes. It was because she was putting micro farm fi- uh, armor on him. He's, he's got the Iron Man suit on it at this point. This is Chekhov's armor. You, you see the armor first, and then you see it again. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, it turns out he's not dead. 
he winks to Donnie Yen, and then they wake up. Or he gets up and kills a bunch of people. There's fights. Then uh, Tony Gonzalez shows up with robot hands, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's got the. This is when he has the robot hands, and he's he's trying to punch, but he's still he's still somehow acting terribly. He's got Chekhov's robot hands. Yeah. Oh, you knew those robot hands were coming back. Oh, without a doubt, I really I was really glad they did. Yeah, I would have been disappointed if we didn't get Robot Hands Part 2. Well, they're fighting with the Robot Hands, and then they're cutting to Detroit, where the team is escaping, and there's a big shootout, and the Indian woman calls uh, Dials 9. So, yeah. I wonder who who 9 is going to be. I wonder what 9 is. Uh, so, they're, they're doing a shoot-off. The Hound, for some reason runs out and gets shot in the stomach for no reason. He thought he could, like, fight bullets, I guess. I, there, his plan doesn't make any sense. He's just rushing. He, he, but then he gets shot, and then he just sits down. Like, there's there's no blood. He just There's no pain. He's just like, oh, I'll listen to your plans next time. Yeah, so then we, we cut back to uh, the... F- the airplane and for some reason Vin Diesel makes the airplane free fall so they're in zero gravity this is this is because the pilot is the same guy from the fire festival documentary (laughs) the German dude yeah now keep in mind they're in this free fall you would think if you're in this free fall it's gonna be what a couple seconds yeah no they're in a free fall for like a good 20 minutes this is ridiculous this free fall is a 10 minute scene how high up was that airplane I remember watching like one of those like Mission Impossible like behind the scenes things and they they did it in this movie but they're like yeah we have to shoot it in free fall but we can only get like 3 second shots at a time because then you get out of the free fall. Do you know how I learned about free falls? Uh watching an episode of The Wild Boys where they go to Russia and they do it. Do they really? Yeah, you don't remember that? No, holy shit. Were you a Wild Boys fan? Uh, Steve-O and Chris Pontius? Who was Yeah, it, it was Steve-O and Chris Pontius. I don't remember that. That's funny. Yeah, they go to Russia and they go on the Vomit Comet. If this movie was made in the years that Jackass was on TV, those two guys would be like the comic relief in this movie. Oh, they would have been in it without a doubt. So, uh, then he's like fighting uh, uh, Tony Gonzalez with the robot hands and then Vin Diesel throws Tony Gonzalez into a toilet that breaks and then flushes him down the toilet. Is this is this when Don, Donnie Yen then gets his uh, his big kill of the, the movie? Who was his big kill? He kills Tony Collette. Oh yeah, he drops her out of the airplane. Yeah, he basically, her fucking, because she's a woman and she's wearing heels, he shoots off a parachute which gets caught on her heel and she gets sucked out of the plane. Yeah, it was like Jurassic World. <laughs> By the way, I take back ever saying this woman should have been nominated for an Oscar. Oh, really? I take it back. She made up for it. When she popped up in this movie. You thought it was going to be a good movie? I was like, what the fuck? What are we even doing here? No, man. It was like not. I don't know what she was. Well, there was a point in her life where this was between Little Miss Sunshine and Hereditary. So she had not much going for her. And I'm pretty sure, wasn't she in? No, she wasn't in Jurassic World. That was just some lady that looks like her. 
So no, Jurassic World was um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, I know, but the mom. Oh no, that's the same mom from Ant Man. Yeah, I know. I just remember that. You know who could have been good as Tony Gonzalez's role? Anyone. No, the guy from Ant Man, the other, the stepdad. The guy can't remember his name. <laughs> Bobby guy... Carnavale. Yeah, Bobby Carnavale. I'm, I'm okay with Bobby Carnavale in any movie. Actually, I'm pretty sure like they couldn't get Bobby Carnavale, and that's why they got Tony Gonzalez. I have no idea they got Tony Gonzalez. Like, how do you end up with a band that's never been in another movie? I don't know. I don't know how this movie was made. But uh, so back to Detroit after this plane is in a free fall. Back to Detroit. You know, everyone's out of bullets. Everyone's going to die. They're dialing nine at this point. What's going to happen? Explosions. And I literally said, yup, when I saw this. I yelled in joy. Because do you know who showed up? I felt like this was coming the whole movie. but NWA. Ice Cube. (laughs) He shows up with a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher. It kills all these people. He, he 100% shoots a grenade into this place. Yeah, Do you know what his name is? Darius Stone. Yeah, I knew that. That's an awesome name. It's, it's better than Xander Cage? Yeah. I No. Xander Cage is pretty awesome. Although, that's like a Nicolas Cage character like name, too. I'm pretty Nicol- sure Nicolas Cage was named Xander at one point. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up right now. Uh, I just know I want to name one of my kids Xander. I mean, it's short for Alexander. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do it for that. I'm gonna name him Xander. <laughs> I told my girlfriend about this movie and she couldn't believe it. She thought I was an idiot because I watched this movie. This this movie was not good. No, I don't know how she's gonna promote this. So. So uh, everybody runs out of the of the warehouse because Ice Cube saves everyone, and they look up and they see the airplane. Which this airplane was apparently like super fast, and it's supposed to be able to like circumnavigate the world like really quickly. But like for some reason, they were like only like five minutes away from Detroit when you look at the airplane that yeah, blows no, up. They're, yeah, they're they're right on the outskirts of Detroit. Yeah, and the airplane blows up, and I think this is the point of the movie where they ran out of money. Because this airplane looks so shitty. I I was pretty sure this movie didn't have any money attached to it. No, I think there was. Those practical effects were pretty good. It looks like it's shot, like, on a camcorder. Well, whatever. They ran out of money on this one because that was the shittiest airplane explosion I ever saw in my life. Like, the fucking graphics in Rampage were better. Yeah, the graphics in Rampage weren't good. And they were better than this. That's true. So, I don't remember what happened to Donnie Yen. He survived, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie Yen. Everybody, basically, everybody's a good guy now, and they're all... Well, no, them. no. Well, Vin Diesel pulls a fucking Indiana Jones and rides a box down. He does ride a box down. This is the second time now. Well, no, no, no. He, jump, he comes out of the plane, and then because he's a good base jumper, he could make his way over to where there's a box so he could come down with that. Yeah, I wish it was a raft. 
if it was a rap, if it was a rap, you would shut off the movie podcast. You would have shut off the movie right then and there. Yeah. So Vin Diesel drops down and he's unharmed because it's Vin Diesel. Uh, and all of a sudden, everyone's like excited. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about that Indian girl telling Vin Diesel about her tattoos because it's not important and she's not a real character. So she is that she basically isn't a real character. No, none of these people except Vin Diesel are. Like, Vin Diesel's the only person who doesn't develop as a character, by the way. He's just the same, though. He's just awesome all the time. Everything is monotone. Everything. There's no reaction when things happen. Things explode, and he just stares at them. Yeah, so... Then, Ice Cube shows up in a sweet-ass car that's apparently Vin Diesel's car from the first movie that Gibbons told him to take care of and now he's giving it back to Vin Diesel. I wonder how he's going to fucking transport that back to the Dominican Republic. Uh, And then, I don't know, they're talking more. Vin Diesel's like, they're going to be looking for us now. And uh, Ice Cube's like, yeah, but that's the way I like it. Uh, Triple X takes care of each other. I haven't been called since 2005. I've just been waiting around, like making, you know, Ice Cube jokes. Then, uh, you know, he goes and does his family. This is the first non-family movie Ice Cube's done in a very long time, by the way. Yeah, no, this is... And this is the second... No, I didn't see that. You saw the movie, right? Which movie? Triple X 2. Yeah, but, like, I must have saw it in 2005. Because I want to know why all of a sudden, like, he's not, like... He's not around from the beginning of this movie. I have no idea, dude. I mean, I know the reason why is, like, they couldn't afford him for more than one day of shooting. But, like, plotline-wise, now I'm stuck now I'm stuck in the Triple X-verse. I think Ice Cube was thinking this was going to relaunch his action career. Because he was in a lot of action movies. He was in an Anaconda. Anaconda I... was what launched his career. Like, I thought Friday was. Oh, Friday, but, yeah. Friday, Anaconda was the action part. You're right. And then he went to uh, Are We There Yet? Did you ever see the NWA movie? Which one? Like the real one or like the the new one that just came out with? The, the one that just came out. Yeah, I saw it. It was really good. It's ridiculous. At one point, somebody walks in the room and they're like, hey, Ice Cube, what are you doing? He goes, oh, nothing. I'm just writing the script for Friday. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Do you want to know something, Paul? Uh. Remember when I got really into the last podcast on the left? Yeah. And they did uh, that episode of Biggie versus Tupac? Oh, yeah, yeah. I bought the book that they referenced, and oh, I, I read it. You were reading it on the train every day. It was really good. I'm sure it was, but you look like a crazy person reading that book. Uh, my girlfriend's going to give me a book uh, that she has on the Wu-Tang Clan. So uh, I, hear, I, hear, I hear they ain't nothing to fuck with. No, you got to protect your neck. Uh, so... Oh my god, I can't believe I just made that joke. I'm not allowed to read that book. Mm-mm. Uh, so oh, I don't give a shit about this movie anymore. Well, now it's the now it's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, where they're at the black people church. So, so all of this stuff happened, and now they're gonna have. Now I don't know how long the timeline of this all was, but now they show up for a and all of the triple X's are there. They show up to a church to remember Augustus Samuel L. Jackson. Augustus Gibbons. That's right. And everybody is sitting there, and the hound starts getting really into the uh, the black church, and he's crying. 
because you know white people are funny. <laughs> the hound is funny. He's a comedic genius. <laughs> he really is a comedic genius. Um, and, and Ice Cube's in the back hanging out, and then sitting up in the balcony alone is Vin Diesel, and this this guy in a trench coat comes. A guy wearing an eye patch, by the way. Yeah, he's basically just got his Nick Fury costume on, and it's it's fucking Samuel. L. Jackson. Dude, he was literally running late from. <laughs> And him and Samuel J. He gives Samuel Jackson. Oh, Samuel Jackson gives a whole speech, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start Triple X on my own. Whatever, um, I, I fake my own death." And then he's like, "I'll let you know when I'm gonna talk to you." And then he goes to leave, and who's leaving with him? Fucking Neymar. Neymar. And Neymar's like, "See you around." But I don't understand. How could you fake your own death if a satellite's coming down? Paul, it's Nick Fury. He can do whatever. It's not the first time he faked his own death. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. On a scale of, of one to ten and hatred, how much how much do you hate it? Like a three? Three point two? I'm a little I'm I'm yeah, I'm probably like a four point six. I was more bored than hated it. I had a fun time with this movie. Uh, I think I it's because right it was just so that. ridiculous. Cause it was like MacGruber, dude. Like the fact that he was just fucking ladies all the time. <laughs> it was MacGruber. And they had to assemble the team and everything. Yeah, it was basically, I think, I don't know. I feel like, I would like to think that Vin Diesel is, like, so meta that he would do this movie to, like, you know, make fun of action movies. But I don't think he is. I think he legitimately thought this was going to be a good movie. Yeah, no, he thinks everything's going to be the best. There's no doubt in my mind he, he thinks everything is that he's associated with is going to be the best that it can be. This is how he sees himself in real life. Xander Cage is what Vin Diesel thinks he is. I always thought he thought he was like Riddick. No way, dude. Or he wants to be the last witch hunter. Because <laughs> he, he loves d d It's absurd. Absurd. That he loves d d Yeah. I'm not even that nerdy. I've never played it. I would like to. <laughs> really? Yeah, because of the, the community episodes where they play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yeah! With Pierce Hawthorne. <laughs> uh, so, do you have a do you have a movie for next week? Oh, I do. We're gonna keep going with the action, and I don't know if this is gonna be a good movie or not. I have a feeling it might be boring, but I hope it's not. I want. I really want to watch The Commuter with Liam Neeson. <laughs> Neeson. That what what's that streaming on? That's on Amazon okay. Prime. The Commuter. Yeah, The Commuter. All right, I'm in. I, I like a good Liam Neeson movie. We can do it in, in honor of his new movie coming out where he's a snowplow uh, driver. Wait, I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. He's a snowplow driver out for revenge. When does this come out? Soon. I think I know what I'm going to go watch in the movie. I can't believe I canceled Movie Pass when this movie's coming out. Yeah, that's going to have to be one that we go see for the pod. I think so. But uh, yeah, next week, the, next week, the commuter. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the commuter might be boring. I almost chose that movie with uh, Peter Dinklage, where he's the the mid the little person from Fantasy Island. I think I have a good one for the week after. Um, I just have to see if it's streaming anyway. All right, you gotta let me know. Um, so anyway, this was an episode of PG Rated where we watched another movie. It kind of turned into a little we love movies situation. A little bit. I was more. I was. I was more like, eh, why does this movie exist? I was more than... like, why is Vin Diesel fucking so many women in this movie? Yeah. Well, this is this is the leftover script from uh, 
Fast and Furious that they didn't use this year. So, oh, you think so? Oh, uh, that... this, this definitely was uh, from converted from a Fast and Furious script. Oh, without a doubt. But all right, buddy, I'll talk to you. All right, man. Later. Take it easy. See ya. PG rated, part of the Kayfabe Only Brother Podcast Network.